talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Yo, welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories podcast. This is episode 53. It's boy, your boy Chris with a K. Um, if this is your returning listener, I appreciate your ears for hearing in on what I have to say. But if it's your first time, please visit chrisative.com, spelled K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. There you can um, follow me on all my social media platforms, subscribe to my YouTube channel, I have a merch store, you can support your boy, it would mean so much to me, it's no pressure, but just throwing that out there just in case you want to be like, hey, I want to see more about this guy and what it's about and hear more of his episode, this is episode 53, so I got 52 other episodes that's before this that you can listen to, you know. Um, And also, if you're wondering what this podcast is about, this podcast is about, it's just making it okay to make everybody realize that it's okay to think that you are yourself and it's okay to think for yourself and ultimately f- encourage you um, to learn how to think for yourself, you know? So one, start the ball rolling on, think it for yourself, but two, encouraging you to learn how to think, you know, how to think. Because think is cool, but people can think a lot of horrible and bad stuff, you know, right? So um, make sure you're in the right mind space to, to be able to think and learn how to think so you're not getting taken advantage of by the world, right? So today I want to talk about a subject. I mean, shout out once again to Kevin Samuels. This guy is, I wouldn't even say he's a comedian, but it's, he's hilarious because um, what, what he does is basically he gives relationship advice and stuff like that. And he's very, very, very straight up. He doesn't sugarcoat it a bit. He's just honest and straight up. And he comes off funny because he's just honest. And the people he's being honest to, like, he'll give them examples. He'll ask them questions. And then they will answer the questions themselves or struggle to answer the questions. And he's like, well, you just answered the question. Prove the point I'm trying to make, you know? So he's just speaking based off facts, statistics, stuff like that. He's not speaking off a realm of just like, oh, this is what I think. No, this is, I'm speaking from this is what I've observed and what I've seen, you know, based off data, blah, blah, blah. Um, the cool thing that I learned is that about him is that he can come off harsh. You know, most of his advice is um, geared towards black women, you know, you know, talking about black culture, black women, blah, blah, blah. And, um, one thing that I noticed is I was listening to me yesterday at work, cracking up. This guy is amazing. I love it. I love the truth. You know, um, shout out to Danny Prada. He was just talking about that. Like, you know, being a Christian is recognizing truth wherever it may be. Because if it is, if it if it's truth, it belongs to God. There is no other type of truth. It's just one truth, and that's truth, which belongs to God. So if it's true, it belongs to God, and we're supposed to recognize that. Can I get an amen? You know. Um, so basically the theme of his talks is basically just um to to listen in on the story of black women like like with their dating advice and stuff like that blah 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 or just push you know just stuff like that and then what he does from there is okay 
give me give me a day like okay are you single what happened last relationship what's what's your height and he always has them um when he's zooming he does it through zoom these you know these um these sessions so he has to be able to see the ladies so he can give be objective too so like based on how you look too and your, your lifestyle you're setting yourself up for failure you're not you know and stuff like that you, you're not going to get the guy you claim you want because based on what you said you have nothing to offer so he's just you know being straightforward you know most women can't handle it and whatnot um but the cool theme i've seen from him is that he's he's exposing women making them realize or even if they don't realize but real you know because he records them and he posts them on youtube so if the woman he's speaking to in a session doesn't realize this, the audience, the people who have no emotional attachment to the money, the, the, not the money, but the, the woman or anything like that, are able to realize, yo, he's right. And what he's right about is the fact that a lot of times when he's talking to this woman, these women make the conversations about them. Even though, yes, obviously he's asking about himself, but he makes, he, 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 he reveals to him that, yo, this whole thing's about you and you're not you're not living in reality you're living in a fantasy world so basically the theme of this podcast is this when you're in a fantasy world everything's about you and you're the only statistic so it's always one of one statistics so if you live in fantasy world and everything's about you your way always seems logical because if it's only about you you can justify every single thing you do any statistic you make up if it's revolving around you and your world like one of one if there's only one person in your world aka you guess what whatever you say goes makes sense and is considered proceeds and passes as the truth but reality is the inclusion of everyone based off people outside of yourself too that share the same demographic so he'll he'll do scenarios such as um for instance he was talking oh my gosh i just had this in my eye literally just had this. oh yeah he was talking to a um who was a therapist i want to say no she wasn't psychology psychiatrist she was a therapist and he was talking to her about you know um because previously he was talking to another black woman she was like she's like yeah uh i found i find it offensive when guys tell me to smile and blah 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 you know like a hey, beautiful smile and Kevin Samuels is, and he was like, "Well, why do you find that offensive? How is that offensive?" Someone saying, and then she was like, "Maybe, maybe I don't just feel like it, you know." Which, which is a valid point. Like sometimes you don't feel like smiling, and or you know, oh, or it's a lot of stuff going through our, my mind and stuff like that, you know, and stuff like that. She's like, "I just don't feel like it," and then um, because you know, like some girls get the rusting itch face and stuff like that they don't smile and stuff like that so that's not engaging to a guy so if a guy doesn't see that okay you're not welcoming or something like that or like open a conversation from little stuff guys be like oh heck no she oh she oh she means she wake up angry like they'll, they'll jump to those conclusions based on just that you know and he was pointing out like it's, it's funny because um it's funny that because you never go around telling women of other ethnicities to smile like the white other women they just do you know and stuff like that but the black woman and obviously you know the, the rebuttal for the black women's life is because of stuff we go through but this is something he pointed out that well i never thought of yes i'm not telling people to walk around being ready to smile all the time but if someone's trying to just be 
open and nice. You could you could at least be like, yo, sorry, I, I just don't feel like smiling, but thanks, you know. But from that, you'll still probably smile, you know. It's like, I don't feel like it, but thanks, you know. Let, let the guy know that at least, like, okay, right now I'm kind of tripping, you know. So he'd be like, oh, okay, she tripping. But if you, you don't smile when he tells you, like, he asks you to smile, hey, hey, beautiful smile, like, you know, stuff like that, guess what happens? You're going to be like, oh, something's wrong with her. And you're going to be marked as, quote, unquote, unapproachable. Um, so you're saying, well, wait, so you, so Kevin Simmons is just pointing out the fact, like, you're saying that, yo, all the dudes ask you to smile and, that, and that's offending you and stuff. Like, maybe, you know what, you know what should happen? Then guys should leave you alone. Like, guys should say nothing to you. Like, if I can't even get you to smile by just saying, hey, you should smile, then guess what? I'm not going to talk to you. And then she's like, well, it's not, you know, that's not fair, blah, 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 you know, like, but I want, like, at the end of the day, she does want guys to talk to her, but <laughs> it, she wants guys to talk to her exactly how she wants them to talk to her, which, and the guys don't know exactly what women want, you know, um, but women of other ethnicities, they can you usually you use that i'm not saying every woman of every woman of every other ethnicity is going to smile when you say that but they're more likely to smile and stuff like that so um a lot of black women could be deemed as unapproachable at times you know just because you know of maybe kevin samuels points out the fact that yo a lot of black women doesn't value value black men you know, um, obviously with the killings and stuff, sure, but like just value black men as much as other ethnicities value their men, you know, stuff like that. Because he's asking, if you ask, ask other ethnicities who they would marry a white, white woman, they're going to say they belong to the white man, the Latin woman say they belong to the Latin man, the Asians say they belong to the Latin man, or the, you know, um, Indian. They say they belong to the Indian man, but when you ask a black woman, they wouldn't say they really exclusively belong to the black men. You know, which is like, dang, that's that, that cuts deep. That cuts deep. You know. But anyways, so point is, he has a conversation with her. So he's talking to the therapist about a similar situation, and she's like, it's just maybe because all the trauma stuff going in our head. And then Kevin's saying, well, find this. Well, you know that there's therapy, right? If there's, if you know you have an issue going on, you have trauma. What are you doing about it? It's like, oh, this question is. A lot of people like to complain about what what's going on and what's wrong, but they're not willing to do anything about it because they're, you know, they're always looking for someone to do it. He he's pointing out how women are programmed more so um, society. They're more programmed to always look look at somebody for help when they're going through something. They're always looking, reaching out for help. Like you know, shout out to all the single moms out there raising their kids and stuff like that. But when they're struggling, guess what? You know, a single mom, they usually have some type of helps, such as like, such as like Section 8 or something like that, which he points out. I was like, yeah, that's true. That's true, to be honest. That is really true. Women have some type of help to help them out, like Section 8, or they ask stuff, ask for money, or, you know, you look at, um, some of them are prostituting their body to make money, or, asking guys for money or sleeping with guys for money. So I'm not saying this is for all women, but most of the time this is what happens. They usually look for a handout is what he was pointing out. No, everything I'm saying in this podcast, you're getting angry, upset, mad people. I'm just trying to recite back what happened with Kevin Sant and stuff and stuff he was saying, you know. But when when I say this, when I'm saying this stuff, just know it says majority of the women, not all of them, but majority of them, you know, not 100%. There's obviously some that go out and, 
you know, get it their own. But I'm just saying, majority of women, they usually, you're asking for a handout. That's usually how they're um, programmed to do. Always looking to a man or looking for a handout, you know, when times are rough. Whereas a guy, guys, they're they're more trained to like, you better find yourself, you better do it yourself. Guys are not about to go get, you know, food stamps and stuff like that. You know, guys will find it themselves. They're more trained. At, so most guys will find a way themselves and most women usually go look for a handout that's what he was saying which kind of makes sense i can kind of agree with that you know um so he's talking about it. he's like so what have you done about it so this is a scenario where basically the reason why he says that is because he wants to point out the fact that yo because you're always looking for someone to help that means you're going through stuff trauma you just want a pity party for somebody to be there with you in your pity party instead of kind of pull you out you don't want to leave it you you want to stay in that trauma and want somebody to be there and be in that trauma with you which i'm not saying you shouldn't do but yeah someone should be there with you if they're helping you pulling out if that person's actively seeking help himself it's like kind of being like a drug addict and knowing you're a drug addict and then telling somebody you're a drug addict but you're not willing to do anything about it like because at the end of the day it's up to you to do something about it I was like, okay, well, you're a drug addict. Oh, okay, so are we going to do something about it? Uh, no, 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 I'm just going to sit here and just wallow in my pain. But, like, you're going to have to get through it. As, as tough as and hard as that sounds, you're going to have to get through it. <laughs> you know, whatever you know, whatever trauma and stress you're going through, it's going to follow you the rest of your life. But going through it allows you to be in control of it instead of it being in control of you, if that makes sense. You know, because you have a memory. A lot of stuff you're going to remember for the rest of your life. You know, you could probably never erase it, but it's all about not letting that stuff control you, but you controlling that stuff, you know, and giving that stuff up, letting it go. So he's saying like he, he was saying to the therapist, she's like, we're going through stuff. And he, and then Kevin was talking about, yeah, you know what people usually do? Either they turn to therapy or Christ. So there's a lot of women that goes to Christ in the church. But guess what? do they get help at the end of the day because at the end of the day God created people why more than more people than just one so you can talk to other people about what's going on in your life we weren't meant to be alone in this world so he was saying would you say more a majority of the black population is going doing therapy right now she was like uh she wasn't even he was asking her just a straight yes or no question and a lot of times when you find that people are that they're not able to answer a straight yes or no question is because they're usually struggling between their ego, their fantasy, and reality. You know, they're not willing to let go of the reality, the, the fantasy, and actually co- come into the reality of the situation. And she, she, she was struggling to say it. She was struggling to say it. You know? Because um, he asked her, do you think black women exclusively say they belong to um, black men? And then He's like, and she was struggling to answer the question. He was asking yes or no question. And she was like, well, well, she just kept on just going into the fantasy of it. So he went, do you think white women will claim they exclusively belong to white men? She's like, yes. What about Latin? Yes. Um, Hispanic? Yes. Asian? Yes. Indian? Yes. Black? Uh, I would, I would um, modifyly say no. And then Cam was like, see what you just did? You're still stuck in, you, you knew the truth. But you choose to address it, so you had to still put your justification on it when you know the answer. He's like, see, this is what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> I love it. You know, which is the truth. So he was saying the same thing with therapy. 
She's like, well, there's not enough therapists. And he's like, that's BS. That's BS. Because, you know, for long, for the longest in the black community, you know, the stigma is if you go to therapy, oh, something must be wrong with you. You crazy. Something ain't right with you in your life. You know, we're not. It's, therapy was frowned upon, but now it's getting destigmatized. Thank the people like Charlemagne and other people speaking out saying go to therapy stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's okay to talk about your trauma. Reason why I do this podcast is about talking about what goes on in my mind. It's therapy to, to myself, you know? Um, but, anyways. He was talking about that because I know myself like, yo, there's black therapists out there, but they're not all booked. They're not all like super booked and overflowing with people. They're not. I just know for sure. I just know because no therapy is still stigmatized to some degree. So majority of the people who are trying have trauma in the black community, they ain't going to they ain't going to no therapist. So the point he has he's trying to make is you have an issue. What are you doing about it to fix it? You're doing nothing, but you're complaining about it. But this is the problem. You want to live in a fantasy world instead of reality. So when you're stuck in fantasy worlds, guess what? You're not able to look at other points of view, perspectives, and you're stagnating yourself in growth. You're most likely going to be remaining in a pity party. You know, misery loves company, and you're just inviting people to your world to be a part of your fantasy that's based off of just the statistics of you, which makes sense in your head because if you're just based something off of you and it's all about you, it's justifiable because you're only basing this basing this scenario off of one person, you, and not based off reality, you know? Um, so at the, end of, at the end of the day, I'm like, so what, you know? Then the other people are going through the same thing you're going through, but there has been people that's going through the same thing you're going through that has actually gotten past and moved on and grown from and healed from it. Why? Because what? They got help. They did something about it. Um, another scenario is I have a co-worker at work um, and basically she's not me. She's amazing. Um, yeah, and everything. She's a cool, great friend. And like she low-key, she's like a low-key bully. So like a lot of times in the aisles she'd be bullying people. She'll be talking. She don't be bullying me, but you know, but she'd be bullying her, a lot of people. And she'll just be talking to them rough and stuff like that. It's like, dang, you so you such a bully. What did this person do? You know, I catch her doing it from time and time and time and time. And people's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. And then every time I say it to her, she's like, but you don't know what they did to me. I was like, they did that to you because you did this to them. You think they you think they gonna retaliate after some time? So so here's the common theme I'm learning about. It's coming all back to her. It's revolving all back to her. She's living in her fantasy world. It's all about me, all about me, and not coming back into reality. Like, yo, reality says include other people just except you. If we look at all the other people, every time I come across you willing, I catch you. You you say, what? look what they've done to me, and then you literally shoot yourself in the foot right there on the spot. It's kind of like getting stopped by a cop, say, oh, yeah, you got drugs. I'm like, nah, I don't got no drugs. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you say, hold up. Let me go. Um, Hold on. Could you pause right a minute? After all, because I need to do some drugs right quick. I'm like, what the heck? I, you just said you didn't do it. You just proved yourself. Case closed. You're going to jail. You know, kind of, that's kind of what she does with that, in that sense, in the bullying. You know, but I play with her about it. But she's not a, a for real bully. She's a nice person overall. But I make that bother. So it's like understanding that, yo, don't make things about yourself. Because if you do... Sorry, arm break. 
you, you step out of uh, reality and it's a fantasy. You do not want to live into a fantasy world. You know, having me going la, 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 la. It is crazy, people. And then uh, the third the third scenario is, hmm, people are lying on themselves. So, for instance, um, gosh, what Kevin Samuels, wait, no, I talked about this yesterday, but let me use another example. Let me use another example. Weight gain. Mm. Some people lie about themselves all the time. The thing is, if you see yourself every day, you can't see yourself honestly gradually gaining weight unless you take a picture now and then take a picture like five, three, three, five months from now. Like, let's say if you just started eating bad now and then three, four, five months later is the next time you see yourself in the mirror. You don't look in the mirror for three, five months later. You can see the significant difference in weight. But if you see yourself every day, every day, every day, you're gradually getting fat. You're not going to really see it. Even as it's, it's, it's happening as a fact, but you're not seeing it because you've become numb to it. You see yourself. When you're seeing something gradually, like parents with children, when a child has a, when a parent has a child, they, they know that their child's growing up, but they don't really see it, see it, see it. Because guess what? They're seeing their child gradually every, every day, opposed to someone who probably saw a child at birth and then see them. To like three years later like oh my gosh you've grown you know so it, it's just a lie like i had a um ex-girlfriend from the mines uh beautiful girl she's puerto rican italian she dumped me it was horrible she had dumped me yes she did i got my hair braided called hey baby this is back i was in high school ninth grade i was a freshman got my hair braided you know, Mario, come on and braid my hair. That's my jam. Let me put that on my playlist. That's the jam. And then I was like, hey, babe, I'm going to come see you. She's like, I don't think this is working out. And I was like, no, 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 no. So I, I went over there. Did I have a bike at the time? I don't know. But I walked over there. I rode my bike, whatever. I think, it, no, I just walked. I didn't have a bike. I, I was done with bikes. So I walked over there. And then as I get over there, I see her going somewhere with this guy. These, these group of friends with this one guy and I was like what the freak like you just broke up me and then I was just upset I was sad though and I walked home and I was just to like B2K and stuff like that I was tripping even though I wasn't really tripping well I was tripping for the fact that what was obviously happening in front of my face was was happening like no she didn't break up with me but yeah she, she broke up with me and she's like oh no I'm, I'm not interested in the guy literally weeks later this girl's dating this guy this girl is dating this guy funny thing he used to recently work where i work now like i was i was training him but i think he was on drugs or something but long story short yeah anyways that's not the point of the story the point of the story i'm just setting up the story it just sucks she dubbed me but you know freshman year you get to high school and you're a beautiful girl or she was cute too really cute um so I'm guessing other guys like her. Something about Puerto Rican and white when they mix. Come out beautiful, trip, beautiful mix. But anyways, um, she started she she started gaining weight and whatnot. And I had a homeboy. He he was big, you know, he's fat and stuff like that. And then she she started calling him fat. And then he was like, 
yeah, she she gained she was she was to the point where she was getting fat. And she's like, he was like, you're fat back. Like, you're fat too. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm thick. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah, she's fat. She was telling about scenarios. I was like, yeah, she's fat. What you talking about? What you talking about? Like, she, she thick. No, she's fat. I have a theory about thick, thick girls. Being thick is a precursor of saying that, hey, right now, you're transitioning from skinny or normal to fat. You're, you're transitioning to fat. But right now, it still looks good. But if you stay on this path, you your behinds. What the same thing that got you dick is gonna turn you fat because what got you dick was actually fat in disguise, but it was a cute fat. And so, basically, that was what was happening. She thought she was thick in her world, in her head, she thought she was thick. But to everybody that was people that's not in her world that were different people, so that yo, you 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 getting fat? You fat? You ain't thick? You know? You don't see yourself gaining this weight, but yeah, you fat. And to this day, she's still kind of fat. You know, she never lost the weight, you know, unfortunately. You know, because obviously being fat is a sign of unhealthiness. You know, we've grown into this society. I'm not fat shaming or anything like this, people, but I'm just throwing straight facts. 10 out of 10 people cannot literally look me in the face and say being fat is healthy. It is not. It is not being fat is not good for you it is not good for you you know it's harder it's 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 worse on your breathing you're you're clogged up you know and stuff like that you know it's not good for you you know it's not good for you by nature i believe we're supposed to be slim and slender because we're frugivores so we're supposed to be slim and slender slim and slender you know uh, but yeah, people be lying to themselves. So just, just the point of this podcast is episodes remind you guys that yo, the world does not revolve around you. Do not just live in a fantasy world. Like you can live in a fantasy world if you're bored, blah blah blah. But when it comes into to real life, don't do it because you're gonna end up you're gonna end up hurting yourself and lying to yourself, which is not good. You don't want to do that to yourself. It's it's stupid. Trust me, people, don't do it. It's horrible. It is horrible. So that's something I, I was just learning. Like, yo, don't lie to yourself, Chris. Because I started asking myself from yesterday, in what areas of my life have I been living in fantasy world versus reality? I need to step back in reality. Because when you step back in reality, you're basing things off of like, yo, okay, how is this going to play out in the real world? You know, even goal setting, you know, but how is this going to play out in the real world? Because ideally... This is how I want things to play out, but realistically, this is how they usually play out. You know, the moment you start being real with yourself, being honest with yourself, it's called accountability. Because when you step into reality, that's where it's accountability at. Because the moment you step into fantasy, you throw accountability out to the wind and, and everything. Because guess what? Everything is based off your rules instead of the, the laws of life and truth and logic and, you know, all that stuff. You know, God has made laws, laws in nature, laws, you know, like chemistry and stuff like that. Laws that you, you know, that are inevitable, that no matter how you feel about it, guess what? That it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. And a lot of times you have to let go of your feelings because your feelings can cloud your judgment a lot of time. People who are in fantasy world are just completely in their feelings. They're not being themselves. They're being petty, you know, usually. But those who live in reality are living more inside the logical. They're aware that feelings do exist, but they're living in logic. Because in logic, you can find truth. 
your feelings kind of are like indicators like something ain't right why isn't something right and then you you know you, you lean on logic and truth and wisdom to answer that question like feelings are just an indicator but logic is kind of answering the question why and stuff like that but yeah it, it's it is crazy folks so yeah that's all i have to say for today i hope that meant something to somebody out there um if you like this podcast please visit chrisative.com k-r-i-s-a-t-i-v-e.com follow me on my social media platforms the links are all there you know follow me on youtube subscribe me on youtube um i have a merch store you can support your boy you know if you feel like it i'll meet you'll mean a lot to me um and other than that people um everything i say on this podcast is my opinions aka my thoughts and theories you're awesome peace I'm out. Yeah.